0: Hey there, this is Emma with Gray Area. Welcome to our new series, Spotlight, where our mission is to build a bigger and more united house music community by sharing new and exciting artists, festivals, and event brands with you. In this interview, you'll hear from Ed, a talented rising house artist who is the resident DJ at District in Malta. He has an incredible story and a really uplifting sound that we think you guys will enjoy. Be sure to like this video and subscribe for more videos like this. Hey everyone, this is Jonah from Gray Area, uh, introducing a new series today where we're focusing on the rising stars out of Europe in the house and electronics scene. I'm joined here today by Ed coming right out of Malta. Uh, Ed, you know, we got a lot of questions for you, but one of the things I like to do when when I get started interviewing DJs is kind of talk about the early days. You know, I think you had your first kind of official release in 2019. so obviously you know you're new to the scene, but uh, I think it's safe to say you probably didn't start DJing in two thousand and nineteen. So you know tell us about you know how you got into it and kind of what that grind was yeah. like before you started putting music out.
1: Well, I've been surrounded by music like all my life. From a young age, all of my family like listened to quite diverse styles of music. So I was always exposed to quite a wide range of music. And um, I I I started playing the guitar at about the age of seven, and slowly I just became really interested in music and uh started playing the piano and drums and the bass and just experimenting and learning basically off of YouTube, everything. And then slowly I just started to get into producing music. And I used to make I used to make hip-hop initially, I used to make some EDM like. Never signing with the label. I didn't even know what the label was back then. Like I didn't know that existed, that whole concept. I had nothing. Like, I just used to put them up on SoundCloud. I'd get like 10 views. I'd be really happy with it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's funny. Man. And then slowly, um, I remember my, just a couple of friends of mine used to DJ, like older friends of mine. I used to hang around with them and i say, say, I, I could probably do this, I used to think. And my father had bought me a DJ console. I was young, I was like 14, 15, like a a Tractor S2, I'm not sure if you know what it is.
0: Oh, I I got the S4 right here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was one of those. And I just started DJing at home and my mother didn't let me like play at like birthday party, she didn't want me to play I was quite young but I, I kept doing it and slowly slowly I started to then like I got some friends who used to actually DJ at clubs and they got me some gigs here and there and that's when I started to also produce house music as well and I completely just fell in love with the scene as a whole like the 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 the, the diverse like the range of music you find like you can find someone like Follamore and someone like Jamie Jones playing at the same festival. Like, I love that concept, personally. Just hearing loads of different styles of music at the same place. Obviously, even locally, the scene
0: then start to get involved a bit. That's awesome, man. Well, I appreciate that you mentioned the scene because that's kind of what I want to get into next. You know, as I mentioned before we started, you know, one of the one of the things we're going on in this series about is trying to give, you know, our, our North American audience a bit of an education on, you know, how deep the scene is in Europe. And I think for, you know, your average American, we're aware of like Ibiza and, you know, people know like, oh, yeah, there's like techno in Berlin, maybe. But I think past that, you know, there's not a lot of knowledge on it. Uh, you know you're from Malta, that's where you're based out of uh yep. I know I know a lot of my friends might think of Malta as like the place where they film Game of Thrones. Uh <laughs> I, I, I know when I went to Malta, we literally went on like a Game of Thrones tour and I was just like, This place is, you know, this place is crazy. What's going on here? I was on resident advisor, like trying to find the party. So you know, the first thing I want to get into is just if you can tell me about, you know, what's that scene like locally for you? You know, how did you break through there? And, you know, what, what it's like kind of being a resident in a smaller community, but with a vibrant scene.
1: That's a great question. I think as in, in more that, I think the scene is constantly improving, especially over the last maybe five years. Like it's really become more professional here. The clubs are, have become, like, way better, slowly, slowly. Um, for me, as a DJ, I broke through just you're speaking to people. Like, I was, I remember I was playing at a beach club, and one of the organizers of the place I'm resident now, District, um, was there, I heard that I used to DJ just at, like, parties, like house parties and things like that. And he had been playing there, and he asked me, you want to come and play a set for us at District? And like I was honored it. Like, what? In fact, like after he told me like he was gonna pay me for like me playing that set. And I had never been paid back then. Like and he told me, you know, maybe if you can't play for us more often, we'll pay you, like, and you can DJ at good slots. And I thought you I would literally I would pay you to play at the good slots. I thought <laughs> 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 like it like it had nothing to do with money. I, I just loved it. And um, yeah, that's how I started. And then with district, I think district is probably, it's one of the biggest like house music party parties in Malta, like um, it takes place at Uno main room, which is quite a at Uno main room, I three house, which is like, they're both quite big clubs and every week we have quite a good attendance. And like, it's a, it's a real fun place and it's an extremely challenging place to play as a DJ, as a resident, because I, I always feel like I have to like try raise the bar a bit um, to compete with myself, but also the other residents sort of call, like healthy competition between us. We all want to really push it, the sound like it, it's so much fun. I love it. <laughs>
0: do you think uh, is it mostly a tech house sound in Malta or do you find people are kind of playing all over the map?
1: I wouldn't say tech house is very big in Malta, and that's something I'd really like to try and build personally here. Try and like get people interested in this, like in tech house a bit. But um, I'd say mostly in Malta it's like vocal house, you know. And there's a quite a big melodic house scene here, especially. But that's not what we play at District. um play at more of like funky vibes. Like it's real fun fun type of that we don't go to techno too much, but it, it might verge over there. But it's mainly like vocal house, it's a bit disco-y, it's funky, it's so much fun. very groovy
0: party. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think it's interesting as you know, you just said it's like even a place like Malta that is, you know, smaller than a lot of other countries in Europe, you have kind of different sounds. Uh from a broader perspective, you know, are there places outside of Malta in Europe that, you know, you've been to or you want to go to that you feel like have influenced your perspective on electronic music and kind of a follow up on that? You know, are there any like under the radar spots that you think people, Americans like me in Europe might not know about?
1: Um, personally, I haven't traveled. I've, I haven't traveled too much for clubbing yet. <laughs> I'm still quite young. I was 20. I'm, I'm 20 at the moment. So um, I managed to go once before COVID to uh, AD. In Amsterdam and yeah. that was like that, <laughs> like as you said it completely changed my perspective on everything it motivated me so much more just to be there and see these people you know it, like, it's such a good vibe AD in the whole like in all of Amsterdam wherever you go there are so many people like there because of the conference so it's, it's just so much fun that who did you see
0: there that was uh, really putting We went.
1: On. We went on Thursday, we went to PIV, P-I-V, you know, uh, the label. It's a yeah. fantastic label and a brilliant party. It was really fun. And then the second day, we went to Paradise. Uh, there was Jamie Jones, back-to-back Marty oh, Carola. Man. It was fantastic. <laughs> and then we went to Chiricodoco the day after. oh
0: yeah, That's it was a big one. quite a long <laughs> three days. Yeah, that was so amazing, though. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess then the follow up question is you know, you had that opportunity and it's obviously a great exposure. You know, are are there places that you're dying to get to um, in Europe? And then alongside that, you know, obviously the legendary clubs and festivals that are going on all year round in normal times. Do you have like a wish list of, uh, some of those that you'd love to play at.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd love to play anyway. That's the the. the thing. I'd <laughs> love to play anywhere at this point, especially COVID. I'm DJing in ages. I'd play anywhere, but if um, I had like, I really think the scene in obviously in Ibiza, it's fantastic. If you're getting to, if you're getting known in Ibiza, it, it really does mean something like something special. I feel, but. You know, I really enjoyed being in Amsterdam, for example. I love that tech. It's, it's From what I understood, it's very uh, tech housey there, minimal tech house. It's quite a big scene over there. So um, I love being there. But I mean, every, the Italian sound is quite amazing as well. When you go into like the tech house style of it, I love that. Anyway, in England, you've got a bit more disco. I, I just love to, I don't know, I really appreciate everything. I don't, I don't know how to say it. <laughs>
0: No, I know what you mean, man. Your energy for it is, is on top. And I I get that. like, once you kind of, you know, I know for me, I was mostly into kind of the more like mainstream vocal EDM stuff as you were describing. And I remember when I was about 18 or 19 having the opportunity to see Carl Cox and it totally changed everything. You know, I'd like never even heard that kind of music before and you go hear that and you're just like, wow, you know, the, realm of possibility and what somebody can like create up on the stage and ch- totally changes. Um, well, I guess, you know, that is a good transition into the next thing I want to talk about, which is, you know, your sound. Uh, I, I, you know, I was obviously listening to all the stuff you've put out and then, um, had the opportunity to listen to, you know, your upcoming EP, uh, on Trick Label. You. and, uh, it's really awesome stuff, man. But I'm I'm just I curious because, you know, I'm I was listening to, you know, some of your some of the stuff you've already released and as as you're describing the sound of Malta, it makes sense to me even more. I can hear it in your music. You know, you kinda it's kind of upbeat, light, airy, funky. And then I was listening to the trick EP and I was like, oh, this this goes a little harder. Um Yeah. <laughs> tell us about that. How would you, you know, describe your sound and you know what direction are you trying to go in with this EP?
1: Um look, I don't know if you heard my track Soda. Yeah. Like I'd say that is the a really big sound in Malta. That disco-y sort of trumpets. That's it's lovely in Malta. That. that that was a really song that and like it did quite well and more than that song like my, with, with my group of friends and district that's a song that I feel really would describe district quite well that's style. Um, but yeah as in you have to think about this as well with this new release with this um, release coming out on trick all those tracks were made during quarantine and um, like I think I made the first one was Neon Tokyo and I made Neon Tokyo in May of last year so it was quite deep into the quarantine so I hadn't been going out for quite a while and all I had been seeing are like these videos I went back and seeing YouTube videos about the DJs playing so yeah like I haven't been influenced by the multi sound in a long time you know what I mean and I've just been getting my inspiration from like videos of watching these amazing DJs play elsewhere you know so that I mean, there is an element of that Maltese vibe, definitely in Neon Tokyo, but I, I don't see the other two being, you know, fitting of that vibe. It's more of it was a different direction,
0: I guess. Yeah, no, it's, that's really interesting you said that. I, I think it's something that uh, a lot of artists have been experiencing right now, even as I'm sure, you know, as a resident, you can relate to. It. It's like you don't have the opportunity to crowd test something. Um, so when, you know, when you were working on this EP, I'm curious, like, did you find yourself kind of like going through it a lot, making different versions? Like, who are you going to for feedback on it?
1: Mm, um, actually, it's quite the opposite. I, I've been making like so many tracks throughout COVID. And um, looking back, like COVID for me was a blessing in disguise in a way because like compared to the things that I was making pre-covid which I thought were really good like I wouldn't play them in a million years now I wouldn't send them out in a million years now so that like it really made me sit down and just focus everything like I didn't have to search for tracks anymore I only did it when I wanted to like search for tracks so it really did change everything for me covid made me want to take music so much more seriously as well it just changed me that but um I mean, yes, you, you find yourself at times, as you were saying, struggling sort of to keep that motivation, sort of, because you'll be making, for example, seven tracks in ten days, for example, in my case, and you get no feedback, or you get like from two friends, you know. Like I, I always send to Nick and to a friend of mine, AP, who's another DJ who plays with us at District. Um, and just sort of like it okay, was the point. At that point, I, had, I didn't have any releases coming up. I was making loads of tracks and absolutely nothing coming out of them. But at the end of the day, I don't know. I always find myself coming back to the studio and making music just because I feel like, like I I have a PlayStation here and all that. I like, I never touch it. I I always come and just open fruity loops and machine. And just that's what I feel comfortable. So what I enjoy doing
0: really. That's awesome, man. No, I I think, I mean, the fact that, you know, your sound changed from, as you said, it's like, I'm sure as a resident, you know, a big part of your week is like, all right, my set has to be different than last time. It's how long am I playing? How much new music do I need to find? And, you know, you really get to kind of hone in on your production craft in this time. Uh, Do you feel like Kind of the direction that you went in this EP is is where you'd like to go going forward, or do you do you see yourself kind of continuing to switch it up? I that's exactly it. To be honest, I just see myself switching it up as much
1: as I can. Like, I in a, in a, like a span of a week, I could be working on a tech house track, a techno, and like a disco. Yeah, but I don't know. it just always depends on what I've been listening to. Depends on how what I feel like making. You know, I I didn't make this EP as an EP I just they were just random tracks which I made throughout maybe the first six months of quarantine which
0: I had sent them into Patrick. So that's kind of what I want to get into next you know we obviously mentioned Trick Label for the for the viewers that don't know it's a label that's run by Patrick Topping. Uh, I don't know how often you know resident DJs in Malta are, are getting signed onto by Patrick Topping <laughs> but, you know this is no small feat so Thank you, man. What was it that, like, was there a connection there? Did you just send music to him on a whim? You know, tell us about connecting and what that meant to you.
1: Well, I, um, my manager actually, um, because Patrick Topping had come to play at District um, last, I think in 2019, exactly the closing of 2019. So my manager, who is also the organizer of District, obviously got to know him through that. I kept in touch. My manager is also the man, the tour manager of Dennis Sulta, Nick. So um, he's quite well connected, you know. <laughs> I have no... I, I kind of complain there. So he got me, he sent the tracks to Topping. I remember in about, I think it was like November. And slowly, slowly we got, the, we got to here, I guess, with the EP.
0: You know, I think like... Once you get that kind of recognition, it it, it can be very validating, you know, as an artist to know that someone like that uh, is saying, yes, you know, you have it. Are there any other, you know, big labels like that, that, you know, you would love to release music on? It's endless list. Like, I'd love to release so
1: much music. Like, not only house music, not only techno, not only tech house, but I even make like a bit of jazzier things, indie things. Which I'd love to release one day. Uh, labels at the moment, my short term, like my goals, which I'd really like to get within the next five years, for example, is like Hot Creations. That's a massive, massive label, which I'd love to yeah. sign for one day. Ah, there are loads, man. There are loads. Solid Grooves, Karuki. I think I, I, the list goes on. Shannon. No,
0: no, no, it's tough. It's tough. I know the the kind of amount of artist driven labels that are just like, the things they're doing right now. And I think especially, you know, in the quarantine there's been this massive influx of just like really high quality music. And I'm sure, you know, you're not alone in that feeling of like, all right, I finally have time to sit down in the studio. I'm not playing all For the sure. time. You know, when, when I, whenever we can return, I, you know, I'm not sure exactly how it's going in Malta, but ho- hopefully soon, I'm curious, you know, and again, I'm sure I'm sure you're gonna have a, a laundry list of answers to this, but do you have a, a dream back to back partner, you know, someone that you could just play back to back with for a couple hours?
1: <laughs> the list goes on, you know. Why <laughs> not like obviously like anyone anyway, like topping, you know, I'd love to play with like Jamie Jones, Martinez, with these. Are- I'd love to play with anyone, really. It's yeah. like someone who really understands a certain sound. Like, it's always really fun. Like, there are many DJs in Morda who don't really produce music, but they're fantastic DJs who are real fun to play with. Like, I, I really enjoy playing back-to-back with someone who understands their, their collection, you know, their library of music. And they really, they've dug and they've done the work, you know? So, I'd, I'd love to be back and back with anyone, right you know. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I wanted to touch on kind of the Malta thing again, because I think, uh, as you mentioned, it's like, you know, sometimes you send your music to your friends there, like your manager is also, you know, helping to run district. There's obviously a lot of people out there who are DJing. And I think, you know, the list gets a little smaller when you're looking at people who are also producing, but do you feel, obviously I'm sure you're friends with a lot of these guys. Is it, you know a friendly competition on who can make it out do you feel like it's more kind of every man for himself or what's the vibe like there with, with the guys who are producing you mean yeah just you, you know, know the, DJs. the djs the producers you know who's going to get seen who's not you know who's doing I think, it for fun
1: i think um i don't think there are too many like there are not many people who produce and more djs so I wouldn't say we have there's healthy competition, maybe, but I wouldn't say there's any ill will towards anyone in the field, like who, anyone who's producing, sort of. With, with DJs as well, I wouldn't even say that there's competition there because I produce, because like, of who's going to get noticed, and more than like there are some huge DJs in Malta are way bigger than I am who don't produce and who never produced. You know, it's, it's very different in Malta, I think, especially with the scene as it is at the moment. But then there are these parties like District who's sort of trying now to change the top three of the residents, um, me, AP and Husco, we produce and we release on labels like quite consistently. So, like, District is the main party I'd say at the moment in Mota who has people producing and like putting out quality music quite often on big labels sort of
0: on bigger labels. Nice man well listen I got, I got one more question for you uh, which is again something I like to ask everyone and, and I know I, I have a feeling you're gonna have a couple people you want to say but uh, when it comes to just producing you know, forget the live performance, but especially recently, you know, with whatever you've been, you know, kind of getting into in the studio, who do you feel like, and maybe just in the last couple of months, uh, has been influencing you, you know, from a music perspective? And is there anyone that you find yourself listening to more kind of on repeat? I'd say probably Jamie
1: Jones' sound, definitely. I I like, I really enjoy looking through playlists, um, and I literally write, I don't know, soul music rare, and I just go through a playlist of rare, so to be like, I would never hear the tracks for sure, and I really get a lot of inspiration there from from certain sounds, like Afro, Disco as well, I search quite a bit, I really enjoy going through those, search for inspiration, but DJs wise, I'd definitely say Jamie Jones, Patrick Topping. The Martinez brothers, I love their groovy style, you know. Um, yeah, the
0: list goes on, really, but I'd say those are the the main ones. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, listen, uh, thank you so much for coming in. The EP is out on April 16th, right?
1: That's it, man. Thank you for having
0: me. <laughs> three, three tracks on Trick Label, Ed, is uh, one to watch, man. I hope we can talk again soon, all right? I hope so, too, brother. Thank you. All right, man. Have a good day.